Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you willing? Hey gents. Welcome to another episode of Apex Masculinity, a high-performance men's coaching outfit designed to help you show up strong in every area of life. Raising the bar in fatherhood, marriage, finance, business, health, and all things manly. Gentlemen, let's begin. Hey, gents, welcome back to Apex Masculinity. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Nick Chantos. Guys, today's episode is about self-confidence. What it produces, what it accomplishes in our lives. As we step into 2022, I want to see you hit those benchmark goals that you have for yourself. I want to see you set new goals for yourself. I want to see you have a healthy sense of ambition to take yourself from where you are to where deep down you know that you can be. Guys, I get it. We're living in strange times. Everywhere you look, it seems to be as though we're all living in the twilight zone. New variants of sicknesses, distrust in politics, commerce seems to be shaky and uncertain. Like, there's a thousand reasons for anyone to make the excuse to hunker down and play it safe and not take the risk, not set challenges for themselves, not step out of their comfort zone and see big things happen in their life. Not only in their own personal growth and development, but in their, in their success, in their pursuit, in their career. Guys, I want to see you win. I trust the episode will be a blessing to you. And thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, we're just going to get right into it here. This is the first episode for 2022. It's going to be available on the Anchor platform, which puts it available for Spotify, Apple iTunes, all the other podcast apps that people listen to on. It's also going to be on the YouTube channel, on the Apex Masculinity YouTube channel. I encourage you guys to check it out. Um, So it's kind of different when you're doing it with video because nobody can see what's going on in the background when it's just a podcast. So I'm going to put a precursor out there and let you guys know that uh, this episode is really important to me. In order for us to be able to crush it, in 2022 with everything that's going on. I mean, I feel like we live in the twilight zone now. Um, There's so much suspicion. There's so much government overreach. You can go down all these conspiracy rabbit trails, you know, commerce and economies are rising and falling and nobody really knows what to expect. And if we're not careful, we can let existential circumstances and things going on around us dictate how we feel, not only how we feel, but how we operate as a person in life, how we show up to the table in our marriages, raising our kids at work, whatever you're involved in, man, just working on your own personal growth and development. If we're not careful, we can let all this junk going on in the world around us kind of get us to hunker down and give us an excuse to not try. I feel like COVID has been the great excuse for people 
to just hunker down and do nothing, do nothing in their finances, nothing in their marriage, nothing with how they raise their kids, nothing with how they carry themselves at work, nothing with goal setting, nothing. It's like everybody's frozen and we're not doing that. We're apex people. We're exceptional people and we're going to do something different in 2022. And I'm excited for this episode. It's about confidence, the prerequisites, the result, like its effect in your life, what it'll produce. And I took some time and worked on this. And the precursor for you guys watching on video is just to know that I've got a ton of notes. So every once in a while, I'm going to be looking at my notes here so that I can stay on track. I don't want you to think it's unorganic or disingenuine because I'm referring to this piece of paper right here, but I want to stay on track and I want to give you every bit, every nugget of knowledge, tools, tactics, strategies for you to understand why self-confidence is so important. It's essential for you to win in life and it's essential for you to win in 2022. So we'll just get right into it. Listen, confidence is not ego. It's not arrogance. It's not chauvinism. Confidence all boiled down in its simplest form is nothing more than the ability to believe in oneself and in one's capabilities to perform and to produce. Now, listen, there will be times in life when your confidence will get stress tested. Just like when they, you know, when they produce gold bars or when they produce iron pipe or something, when it's all said and done, they put those pipes in a machine and they'll actually pull to, tent, to test the tensile strength of that pipe to make sure it's up to specs so that it doesn't fail in the field. And there will be times when your confidence levels are stressed, but that doesn't mean your confidence levels go away. You just need to understand the mindset game on confidence and know that there'll be seasons where it's stretched. But again, confidence is nothing more than a healthy belief in oneself and in one's capabilities to perform, to produce, and to succeed. Now, with that, I've got like 20 some odd reasons for you and I to develop a healthy, robust sense of self-confidence for our lives. And we're just going to go through them. I'd like to ask if you guys are willing for you to get a pen and a paper. Like, I want you to take notes on this one. Like, we're, we're breaking into 2022 doing something, uh, doing something new. Like, we're going to take it to the next level with the guests and with the monologue productions that I do. I want everything that you guys hear to be value-added content that you'll actually go back and listen to a couple times and let it get deep down inside of you so that it can be, begin to produce fruit in your life. Like, I want you to be a fruitful person. So I'm going to give you a second to get a pen and a paper if you need to pause it. I want you to write these down. I want you to go over them. And when you go over them, I want you to look at where you're at with each of these and whether or not you agree with each of these and what each of these, if you'll get the understanding of their capabilities, what it will produce in your life on a personal level, right? Because you're living your life. I'm living mine. Everybody's in their own zone, right? But what will confidence produce for you going into the new year? Okay. First one I got on the list is confident people have the ambition to enact new endeavors. Okay. Confident people are the kind of people that will say, you know what? I'm not staying where I'm at. I need to try something new. I need to engage or embark on a new journey. Like I need to go explore new lands. I need to put my hands to something 
that I haven't done before to see if I can be successful in something other than what I've already got boxed in. See, and we do that in our lives. We kind of just get everything boxed into a nice comfort zone and we never branch out. And we try to put hedges around everything and protect ourselves from tragedies and sicknesses and all of these different things that life is just gonna bring to you naturally anyway. We have to be able to stretch out and beyond of our current comfort zone and have the ambition to try new things. Now, listen, it's going to sound like I'm kind of bragging on myself. I may brag on my wife a little bit. That way it doesn't look so, uh, so much like I'm bragging on myself. But look, there was a time just a couple of years ago when I wanted to write a book. And it was something I'd never done before. I've got an eighth grade education with a GED, right? Like I learned how to read in prison kind of a thing, you know. But I wanted to do this because I had been learning a ton of information on masculinity, on the neural pathways of the brain, on confidence, on self-sabotage, all of these topics. And it opened up a new world for me. And I wanted to share that with other people. But it's something I'd never done before. I didn't know how to write a book. I didn't know how to consistently get up every day and use willpower as a tool to be focused and spend a certain time frame every day working on this book. I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything about cover design. I didn't know anything, you know, about self-publishing or traditional publishing and the pros and cons. It was a whole new concept for me, but I just had to dive in and basically fumble my way through this process to learn it, right? My wife uh, just today actually finalized all of her paperwork to start her master's degree in instructional design. So this is something completely new for her. Like she has no idea what she's getting into, but my wife is also the type of ambitious person that's willing to try something new to progress her life, to progress herself forward into success. Successful people, confident people have the ambition to enact new endeavors. They're willing to get out of their comfort zone right? Like I was saying earlier, we all want to just kind of box our happy little lives in and protect ourselves from all the stress and all the anxiety and all the challenges and the hard work that comes with living an exceptional, ambitious life. Now, listen, I'm not telling you to run 500 miles an hour with your life all of the time and neglect the important things. What I'm asking you to do is get out of your comfort zone every once in a while, because if I'm guessing correctly, the only kind of people that would be listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video on personal growth and development, on ambition, on confidence or success are people that already have something brewing deep down inside of them that's telling them it's time to level up and evolve and build something amazing for yourself. I want that for you and I don't want you to talk yourself out of it. But in order to do that, whatever it is, whether it's going back to school and getting a degree, starting a new job, ending a toxic relationship, starting a side hustle, whatever it is, it's unknown to you. It's new. There's going to be a learning curve and it's going to be uncomfortable. Like the whole book thing was kind of uncomfortable. Like my wife starting this degree, it's kind of uncomfortable because she works full time as a teacher and now she's going to be a full time student and we know there's going to be discomfort. And as humans, biologically, we're constantly trying to pursue pleasure and avoid pain. And getting out of your comfort zone can sometimes feel painful. But confident people have the ambition and the drive to take themselves, even if it's just a step, 
or a leap out of their comfort zone to begin to build the next layer of their amazing life. And I want that for you. Confident people are willing to enact these new endeavors, even if they fail. Now, here's a big one, because people will talk themselves out of trying something new or doing something that could possibly change the trajectory of not only their life, but their family tree forever. But because there is the chance, right, that this might fail, this might not work out, this might not work, and I fall flat on my face and the whole world will see it. And because of that mindset that they have, their unwillingness to fail, they pull back, they hunker down. They go into paralysis and they never try those dreams and those ambitions that they have and those dreams end up dying with them. Another person like unfulfilled in life. Sorry, I'll be checking my phone every once in a while too. My wife's sending me text messages here. But anyway, you and I have to be able to come to terms with the reality that not every single thing that we're going to do or engage in is going to work. Sometimes it might shift and you start something, and when you finish, it looks completely different than what you started. You got to be able to, you know, roll with the punches, so to speak. You got to be, you got to be willing to fall on your face in front of people and look like a fool. There's been a couple of things I've tried in my life that were way beyond my capabilities, but they were a dream for me, and I wanted to try them. And some of them have worked out great. Some of them I have literally had an epic blowout because it was way beyond my capabilities and it was epic face plant for the world to see now there are people out there that because that risk is there they won't they won't make the jump i'm not that kind of person it's more important to me to try the things that my heart is burdened to try on the chance that it might be successful that i might be fulfilled in a greater way because of it that i might learn something new that i might touch or impact the world in a better way than my own ego and my own pride to say, you know what, I don't want anybody to see me fail. Confident people are not concerned for the criticisms of others. Now, this is a big one, man, because we've all got supporters and we've all got haters, right? And for whatever reason, you know, sometimes it seems like there's more haters out there than supporters. I want you to remember something. The people that are, that are, that are criticism, that are criticizing, that are judgmental, uh, that always got something negative to say. I want you to remember that example of the crabs that you put in a bucket. Whenever one tries to get out, another one will reach up and grab that crab and pull him right back down to the bottom of the bucket. The people that will criticize and judge you the most and be that negative voice trying to steer you away from attempting your goals and ambitions are the people that have given up completely on pursuing their own dreams, goals, and ambitions. And because they're negative internally, because they don't have the courage to try their own success journey, they sit back on the sidelines and they criticize others and they have all the negative reasons, all the fearful reasons of why you shouldn't try or shouldn't engage in this conquest of becoming the best version of yourself or this conquest of building an amazing business or an amazing marriage or an amazing life, it almost gives them, it almost gives them the satisfaction of knowing that if they're not going to make it, no one's going to make it. And unconfident people 
I've noticed in life have a tendency to let those criticisms and judgments from unsuccessful people affect them in a way to where it causes paralysis and it causes them to second guess themselves. It causes them to slow their momentum and they don't want to try those epic dreams that are percolating deep within them. I want you to be aware of that trap. I want you to avoid that. I want you to avoid being hindered in your journey of success by the criticisms of others. Confident people have the ability to stand their ground. This speaks to boundaries. And I hope you're taking notes here. Confident people have the ability to stand their ground. They understand that in order to get what's yours in life, sometimes you got to be willing to be the squeaky wheel, right? Unconfident people often will stay quiet. They won't speak up for themselves. When there's opportunities to be had that they're perfectly capable of getting because they're not confident, they won't speak up and voice their opinion that they want that opportunity or they want to move forward in that success journey. And you see it at work all the time. Somebody that's got a, a, a real good sense of what's going on at work, right? Like they know what's going on. They're perfectly, perfect, perfectly capable of being someone at the company that can move forward. But because they lack in self-confidence, when those opportunities come up to move forward and to grow, they don't voice their opinion that they're interested or that they're after that, right? They stand their ground in the sense that they're willing to get what's theirs in life. They're not willing to be taken advantage of, right? Confident people also stand their ground even when they're wrong with certain issues. Look, so kind of shifting gears here a little bit. Confident people, when I say stand their ground, Listen, we've all been rebuked by someone, right? We've all been checked or challenged by someone because we were wrong with an issue, right? An unconfident person usually will put their head down and let someone just badger them because they were wrong about an issue. But a confident person, like I said, will stand their ground. They have the ability to stand up for themselves and say, you know what? I was wrong on this. Maybe I was wrong but I'm not going to be talked to that way. Like, I'm not going to be treated that way. I'm not going to be badgered the way you're badgering me. They accept that they make mistakes in life. They accept that other people make mistakes in life. And when they make a mistake, if someone steps up to them and starts like stepping out of the boundary, you know, overcorrecting, like to the point where they're kind of being vicious, confident people will stand up for themselves because they value themselves and they'll set that boundary. Also, they'll stand up for themselves when they're right, right? Right is always might, right? So when, when, when someone's criticizing or judging something that you've done, let's say you made a decision at work or you've made a decision at home or whatever the case may be, and it ends up that you were right, there'll always be those people that want to pick apart the one thing out of the 10 that was wrong. Listen, when you're right and things go the way that you planned, the way that you decided, and it ends up being the right thing, don't let anybody criticize the way you built it because there's people out there that will find the one thing you know what i mean that's wrong you know you buy this beautiful house you know it's an amazing purchase you're excited about it and then someone will come by and start giving you a hard time about your landscaping because you don't have flowers out front or something there's people in life like that listen when you're wrong own it and don't let people trample on you when you're right own it and don't accept any criticisms from people when you're right listen Confident people have the ability to reject, deny, 
or postpone things. Now, let me explain. Okay. I had someone tell me a long time ago that every opportunity is not an obligation. People that are not confident will often find themselves saying yes to everything, right? Someone asks them to do something. These people don't put any boundaries on their time. They don't put any boundaries on their energy. They don't put any boundaries at all. And every time someone asks them to do something, they're like the yes man. Yes, they just say yes all the time. And they find themselves overburdened, overstressed, overtaxed, and like mentally and physically burdened and underweight because they don't know when to say no, right? Confident people have the ability to reject, deny, or postpone things. Confident people have the ability to not be manipulated or used. Listen, don't let anyone else live their lives vicariously through you. Look, there's times when all of us need to ask for help, right? There's times when all of us need to ask someone to do something for us, and people will ask us to do things for them. Look, that's fine, right? We live in a, we live in a connected world like that where it's give and take, so to speak. But we have to be able to set boundaries, right? And not be a pushover, right? Not be manipulated, not be used. You need to live your life. And there may be times when you have to tell other people, no, I don't have the bandwidth for this right now, or I don't have the bandwidth for you right now, because I'm living my life and I'm doing my thing. Confident people set the boundary and they know when to say no. At the same time, Confident people have the ability to accept, embrace, and agree with things, right? Somebody gives you an opportunity to do something, and let's say it's not, it's not in your scope right now. Being confident and saying no is one thing, but let's say someone gives you an opportunity to do something, and it's beneficial to you, like it's something you would like to do. An unconfident person because they don't feel confident in their own abilities, they won't accept that challenge. They won't embrace that opportunity. They won't agree to step out of their comfort zone and try something new that could change their lives. Confident people believe that they're worthy of the next level. Confident people believe that they're capable of achieving the next level. Confident people believe that others value their involvement right? An unconfident person will show up to the table and do great things, right? I've noticed that sometimes greatness and confidence, sometimes it's a, uh, you can do great things and, and not be a strong, confident person just because you're skilled, you know what I mean? But a confident person understands that other people value what they bring to the table. They understand that other people value their capabilities, right? This has to do with the learning curve. Let's say somebody asks you to do something that are beyond your capabilities, right? An opportunity, an opportunity to advance. And a lot of these are going to really be work-related, right? Because I want to see you move through the ranks where you work. I want to see you move through the ranks in life, in whatever arena you're in. But if you can look at some of these with like your, your, your employment lenses on, your career lenses on, so to speak, if someone asks you to do something that is beyond your capabilities, how can you with confidence believe that you're capable, right? And be honest. Like, how can you be honest at the same time as you believe you're capable of doing something that's just been put before you by way of opportunity that's beyond your capabilities? Confident people understand the learning curve, right? The learning curve is when someone asks you to do something and they know that you don't know how to do it, 
You know you don't know how to do it, but you believe in confidence that if given time, you can learn how to do it and excel quickly at it and perfect or master it, right? Unconfident people don't, don't even make the connection that the people that are asking them to do something aren't going to grade on the learning curve, right? There's been times my boss has asked me to do something, jump in a piece of equipment that I am not familiar with. Like I get the mechanics. I understand the principles. I can go out in the field and I can figure this out, but I've never done this before, right? So it's going to take me longer, right? I'm going to be slow. I'm going to be patient because I'm trying to be safe. I'm not, wanting, I'm not wanting to break anything or get anybody hurt or anything like that. And there's other guys at work that are very skilled in this piece of equipment and can do the job time and a half faster. But I'm not stressing out in my unconfidence that I'm not moving as quickly or performing um, uh, as exceptional as these other guys, because I understand with confidence that I've been asked to do something new that's beyond my current capabilities and that the people asking me to do this are going to grade me on the learning curve and give me time to learn this new aspect of my labor or my life, right? Confident people have the ability to face their fears. This is the next one, okay? This is a big one for people that live in the what if outcomes mindset. Listen, you cannot be paralyzed by what if outcomes. For most of us, negativity comes way easier than positivity. And that may be a biological thing where, uh, you know, we're just, there's a healthy fear, right? To not running into, not running into the jungle, right? Because we know what, what kind of things might be out there, you know, or you get out in the ocean and you get in water that's a little bit deeper than you can touch the ground. And there's that kind of fearful feeling that you get in your chest that tells you, look, as far out in this water as you are, there might be things out here bigger than you that want to eat you, right? So we all have this like biologically implanted, healthy fear mindset. But if we're not careful, we can let that run every decision. And we can look at every opportunity and everything in life through this negative lens that, 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 that says, you know what, I don't know what's going to happen. What if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? What if this doesn't work out? You know, and if we're not careful, the what ifs can cause the paralysis and make us again, hunker down and not take any risks, not take any chances in life to succeed to greater heights in any area. I don't want you to live in the what ifs and I don't want you to live in mindset negativity. Confident people are not paralyzed by failure. Again, going back to um, anytime you try something new, chances are you're not going to do it right. You're not going to do it perfect. And all of us have failed at something before. You know, we work up the courage to try something new. And like I said, ep epic face plant. It doesn't work the way you want it to work. And you remember that. That gets housed in the mainframe of your head. Every failure and every success. And when it comes time to try something new again, that could possibly lead us into a greater level of success or a greater level of fulfillment in life. We go back through this file cabinet and for whatever reason, we jump over all of the success stories that we have for our own lives. And we go right to the section in the file cabinet of all the failures. And we start looking through every file, reminding ourselves of every time we failed and the outcome of those failures 
And then we make the decision that, you know what, that's just not worth it. I don't want to look like a fool again. I don't want to lose my investment again. I don't want other people to criticize and laugh again. I don't want any of these things to happen again that were quote unquote negative. Listen, there is no moving forward without failure. And I don't even like using that word. You know what I mean? Because I think we're all falling forward, not failing. The people that never try, they might fail. The, pe the, the people that never try will never succeed at anything. The people that try might fail, but they're going to learn something every single time, right? They're filing that information away on how to try it again, how to do it better, how to surmount these obstacles, overcome these challenges, and get, and get that goal accomplished, get that goal acquired. Confident people are not paralyzed by change. So I'm going to go through all three of these again, and I want you to ask yourself which one you are. They're not paralyzed by what-if outcomes. They're not paralyzed by failure. And the third one, they're not paralyzed by change. Listen, change can be hard. And I'll give you a perfect example, right? So 2020, 2019, sorry, 2019, I was living in North Dakota, working six weeks at a time. And then I would go home to Colorado, which isn't home anymore, but that's where we had our house back then. And I'd spend 10 days. I was on a six and 10, they call it schedule. Six weeks in the field, 10 days home. And I, and I can't take any of the credit for my wife getting her bachelor's degree during that year, 20, at the end of, uh, end of, was it 2020 or the end of 2019? I can't remember. I can't take any credit for her getting that degree because she did all the work. But what I brought to the table in that scenario was I brought North Dakota oil field wages to the house for the bottom line that provided the foundation and the fabric, so to speak, for her to be able to comfortably, psychologically comfortably go back to school, knowing that all the bills were going to be paid. So sometimes I'll tell people that I put my wife through school. Again, she put herself through school, but I basically provided the income for our family to create this safe place, so to speak, for her to feel comfortable psychologically, mentally, to be able to not only work her job full-time as she was doing then, but to also go back to school and get this degree, right? She gets the degree, 2020. We'll just call it January 2020, I think is when it was. She gets the degree. And uh, I'm sorry. I called her up on the phone and I'm like, look, okay, you have this degree. Why don't, now that you have the degree, why don't you move up here to North Dakota and we can kind of unite our family together again because it's been a hard year, right? It's been, it's to be away from your loved ones, man, is taxing, you know? And I just, that entire time, I just kept telling myself, you know, like I'm not trying to even put myself on the same pedestal as the guys that are in the military, but we've all seen those videos at the airport where the guy's hugging his wife and his kids as he heads off for a three month, a six month or an 18 month tour overseas somewhere and he doesn't see his wife and his kids or his wife's pregnant and 18 months later he gets to come home for a visit and now there's a baby that he wasn't there for the birth of and all this stuff I'm nowhere near trying to compare myself to those guys but it's taxing it was taxing for me to try and spend 10 days connecting with my family before being gone for six or eight more weeks at a time and I told my wife I'm like why don't you come up here to North Dakota now that you have that degree 
I mean, sky's the limit for you up here because this is a boom town. So many families have moved here to work in the oil and gas industry. They're building schools as fast as they can. And every class is like overfilled. They're looking for teachers, aides, you name it. Like it was it, it, like the gold rush town kind of a thing. And it still is here in Williston, North Dakota. And I know my wife well enough to know that she won't mind me saying this because she's an honest woman. But I also know her well enough to know that that kind of a change to leave the town that she's grown up in her whole life to leave i mean our her parents lived across the street from us right we owned our house they owned their house and it was literally across the street like my kids could walk over to their grandmother's house <laughs> uh on saturday morning in their jammies and like have pancakes or something you know what kind of a thing all of her friends the church that she had been involved with for almost 10 years, like it was a big deal. And that change is hard because it's uncomfortable because you have to leave sometimes the comfort of your security blanket. You have to leave sometimes the comfort of family, the comfort of expectancy. Like there are people out there that live with a day-to-day -day expectancy. And if you mess with that at all, Sometimes those people can go into like an emotional shutdown because they need the same people. They need the same place. They need the same environment. They need the same job. You know, they need all these things. And I'm not, and I'm not, you know, bagging on anybody that's, that that's there mentally the way they live their life, but sometimes for greater opportunity, right. For greater success, it's going to require you to make changes in your life that you may not be comfortable with. And if you're not careful, because change can be seen as uncomfortable, you can talk yourself out of an opportunity, like I said, that can change the trajectory of not only your life, but your family tree forever, right? Fast forward two years, my wife is now, you know, having finished the bachelor's degree and at the end of 2019 or whatever it was, now starting her master's degree. And her and I know, right, that in two years from now, when she gets this master's degree, because of the different opportunities that will be available to her, because she's taking herself, you know, um, she's taking her career seriously, the opportunities that will be available to her when she gets this master's degree is more than likely going to pull us from North Dakota and put us somewhere else, right? It's going to require change again. But if my wife goes from making 30,000 a year to 60,000 a year or 60,000 a year to 120,000 a year going from, and she loves her job. Don't get me wrong. It's going to, the, the hardest part of the change for her is going to be, you know, uh, leaving the first graders that she just loves and cares for so much because that's where her heart's at more than anything. But to go from teaching first grade children to being an associate professor working at a community college, for example you know, and it requires change. And I don't want you to get hung up on the what ifs. I don't want you to get hung up on your past failures. And I don't want you to get hung up on whatever changes may be involved in you stepping up and taking opportunities and risks and challenges that will take you to the next level. Confident people have the ability to believe in themselves, right? Confident people at face value, their foundation, Okay, is a belief 
in themselves. They believe they're worthy. They believe they're capable. They believe they deserve it, right? Not, not, not uh, in an unhealthy way where I'm out to get all I can get. And I'm going to destroy everything in my path. But they have a sense of value and self-worth and self-esteem that lets them believe in themselves when things are new, when things are hard. And as we said before, when things are beyond their current level of capability. None of those factors, the newness of a new challenge, the hardness of a new challenge, the fact that it's beyond what they know how to do in their current state, none of those things affect their confidence in themselves because their confidence, their self-confidence is the foundation stone within themselves. Their worldview foundationally is I believe in myself. And that's a powerful tool, guys. That's a powerful tool. Don't get caught up in questioning yourself. Don't get caught up in the past failures. Don't get caught up in anything that's going to tear down that foundation stone of you believing in yourself. Moving on. Confident people have the ability to challenge themselves for greater success. Mediocrity is not a confident person's mindset. They are diametrically opposed to one another. Confident people are not living the mediocre life. Confident people are in tune with themselves and they hear that internal calling that takes place. Listen, unconfident people have spent so many years piling up junk on that voice that's telling them to live their dreams pursue their truth, pursue their ambitions. Confident people, they keep that space in themselves open so they can hear that voice echoing through the canyons of their heart that tells them, you can do this. You were called, meant, designed to do this and go do it. They don't want to live mediocre lives. Confident people don't want to play it safe. Listen, I may chop this up and I hope I do it right. But someone told me once that in the Chinese language or the Chinese alphabet, the character that they write out for danger is a combination of two characters, the character for crisis and the character for opportunity put together, make the character that defines the word danger, right? So danger is crisis, but it's also opportunity. I don't want you to live your life playing it safe. There's no fulfillment in that. There's no joy in that. There's no challenge in that. Like we were designed to be challenged. And even for my own self, man, like if I go a season of life where I'm not being challenged, I start kind of freaking out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I'll start creating challenges in my own life for myself, just because I've it's been several months or a year or 18 months where life necessarily hasn't handed me or given me any real challenges to surmount and overcome, I'll start creating them for myself. I'll go buy a book on how to speak a foreign language. I'll pick up a musical instrument. I'll write a book. I'll start a podcast. Like I'll start an exercise routine. Like I'll give myself goals. I have to have that in my life. I don't know if you're that way, but people that play it safe, people that 
are not confident, oftentimes just want to play it safe. And again, I'm going to browbeat a lot of these. They're going to overlap. But they just want to live that hemmed in, boxed in life of safety, security, and expectancy. I don't want anything to change. I'm surviving. The bills are paid. A couple credit cards might be maxed out. The tires are bald, but the car's running. Kind of a life. That's not me, yo. That's not you. I don't want that to be you. I want you to be willing to step out into that danger zone where, yes, there may be crisis, but there's also opportunity. And I want you to see the opportunities with that. Confident people have the ability to understand and embrace the stretch principle. This goes back to the learning curve principle that we spoke on earlier. You and I can never move to the next level unless we're stretched where we currently are, right? So the next time I write a book, which has already started, we've already started Apex Work Ethic, right? I don't, I don't have to worry so much or be concerned so much of how all this process is going to work out. Because I've already gone through this process once already. And I was stretched. You guys remember me sharing the story with you about how I found a cover designer on a Facebook page. And, you know, this lady put a cover for me to get, she put together a cover for me and it ended up being a, it ended up being a copyright infringement image from, uh, from some other company, you know, and I had no idea and I had to find out the hard way, you know, and there was all these upsets and costs and, you know, moments where I was like, if I had hair, I'd be pulling it out because things were difficult and hard and unknown. Like un, I was in the unknown chartered waters, you know, kind of like, I guess they wouldn't be chartered if they're unknown, but I was in the unknown waters, so to speak, you know, and uh, the next time I do it, because I was stretched the first time, this next time is going to have a flow to it, un, unprecedented, unparalleled to what the previous time was, because I understand the stretch principle. When you work out, your muscles are stretched, they're torn. And when you give them time to heal, they come back bigger, they come back stronger, they come back vibrant, right? They come back with more stamina to them because you stress them and stretch them on the front side. When you are going through a season in life where you are being stretched, okay, I want you to see that as a good thing. Like, I know, man, like, uh, it just seems like tragedy is always on the horizon, right? There's always something going on. But when you go through these stressful and stretched seasons, it's preparing you for what's next. And you need to see it that way. You need to see it as preparation for the next level that's being created before you because it's being created now. Like I'm speaking that, I'm believing that, I'm creating that with my mind and with my words. And quite honestly, I don't really know if I could do anything but step into the next level. And I believe it's being created for me now, right? Like we've talked about it on some of our previous podcasts, being able to write books, often books that uh, not only help men, but help people level up and evolve and become better versions of themselves to be able to do speaking engagements, you know, not only high ticket stuff, you know, as, you know, as a primary source of income, but to be able to go into prisons, right? And see, and see men and women that are at the very bottom that are, that are, that are lost and confused and struggling and are looking for direction 
and they need someone to help them have a breakthrough in their mindset to be able to uh, affect and influence life in a greater degree. Like I'm believing these things for myself, man. And they're already starting to bubble and percolate. You know what I mean? And we all have self-doubt. We all have that. We all struggle with that. I'm no different. But I believe that those opportunities are being created for me now. And I believe the stretching that I'm enduring now is preparing me for when I get to those opportunities, I'll be better equipped to succeed in them. And I want you to believe that. As Tony Robbins says, man, how would it change your life if you believe that everything in the universe happened for you, not to you? Like, what an amazing mindset to have. I want to see you have it. Moving on. Number eight, I guess. There's a lot of sub points. I'm going to let you figure out how you want to organize it if you're taking notes. But the ability to engage others for tools to win. Confident people have the ability to communicate with and engage with other people to gain the tools and the information that they need to win. Confident people have the ability to ask relevant questions. Confident people have the ability to communicate their expectancies. So look, for example, let's say you're going to engage in a partnership with somebody, right? And they have expectancies that they're placing on you, which is fair in a partnership, but a confident person knows when to say, hold on, like I've got some expectancies too. A confident person knows how to ask the right questions, right? So I'm in, and I'll give you another example. And uh, I know somebody in my life, I'm not going to mention their name, but they don't, this is not their forte. Like they don't, they don't excel at asking the right questions often, you know what I mean? And then you'll talk to them later and you'll be like, well, did you ask them this, this, and this? And they're like, no, I didn't ask that. And you're like, you realize if you would ask those questions, like this whole issue would be resolved and you would completely understand everything that's required and expected of you. And you'd be moving out of this into the next thing, but we're not all there, I guess, you know, um, I guess growing up on the streets and having to learn how to communicate um, is why maybe I'm better at it than some people, but being able to, as an example, I'll be honest and say that IT is not my forte. It's just not. And there's a lot of IT involved with podcasts and with editing, and with YouTube videos. And I even started a TikTok channel so I can like boost the book out there and everything. And if you get a chance, check that out, man. I, um, uh, I think I think we called it the Apex Masculinity TikTok channel or we called it Nick Chantos or something like that. But I encourage you to check it out, man. My wife and I put some goofy family videos up there and whatnot. But the IT stuff for me has just been a bear. Like truth be told, kind of head down and shame a little bit. Last year, I got so frustrated with trying to get my book to upload to Amazon KDP and to Ingram Spark that I actually destroyed a phone and threw a patio table off a second floor balcony in frustration, made myself look like a total ass in front of my wife, in front of my kids, and like had to eat crow pie and come back and not only apologize, but like explain to my kids how that's not the right way to solve a problem, right? That's not the right way to respond under stress and frustration, right? But I want to, but I understand that in order for me to advance the apex masculinity model, the apex masculinity brand, because of the day and age that we live in, like it requires some IT savvy. Like I got to know some things. And I had a conversation with you guys. You remember Candace Smiley was on the podcast a couple months back. And of course, um, 
she's got a degree in marketing and like all this experience in like IT stuff. And like, she's walked that road for years. Like that was her career for a long time. And so, so for her, this is kind of breezy, right? For me, it's like, you know, trying to understand Chinese basically, but I had a very casual conversation with her this weekend and just asked some basic questions and a confident person knows how to ask relevant questions, kind of get to the point, get to the point quickly so that you can get information and tools, right? That'll help you, right? That'll help you get where you want to go. So she's talking to me about affiliate marketing, you know, links for having merchandise put together, which companies to use and, you know, just little things like that. And every time I talk to somebody about IT or about marketing or about links, you know, about which companies to choose, like these different things, how to upload things, all that stuff. Every time I talk to somebody, I learn just a little bit more and it takes me a little bit closer to my goals and what I'm trying to achieve. And I know that I have to stay committed to being able to ask people the right questions, to communicate with people well, not to take advantage of them, but, you know, to get things that I need, right? And this has got to be reciprocated, right? If somebody's you know, needing something or wanting something from me. And, uh, you know, and I have that knowledge or I have that information and I have this, and I have this type of relationship with that person to where we do that, man, I'm going to give those things to those people because I want to see those people succeed as well. Right. To ask the right questions, to communicate our expectancies and to see people as resources, right? So this is going to tie that off. Let me tie that. Let me tie off everything I've said on engaging others for tools to win by saying to see people as resources, not stepping stones. This is not get all I can, sit on the lid and poison the rest kind of mentality. But it's the ability to see people as resources to whatever degree they're willing to be a resource for you so that you can get Again, the information and the tools and the strategies that you need to succeed in your endeavors. Now, this happens at work all the time, right? So I'm an operator. I have a truck. It's a piece of equipment. And it's, 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 uh, it's not something that you just drive. It's something you drive to a job site and then you get out and then you use all this existential equipment on this truck to actually complete a task or to do a job. And... It can be done alone, but it's faster and easier and more efficient and safer if you get someone to help you. So on most jobs, they'll send out an operator and then they'll send out a technician that'll go with the operator. The operator basically kind of runs the job. The technician's there for support. If you get a good tech, they can run the entire truck. You guys can take turns, right? When it's cold, you can go sit while they handle things and then you can swap out with them and everything. But when I'm on my job, I have this tendency of not wanting to ask people to do things, especially when I'm in a leadership position, right? That, that's when you need to be asking people to help you. And it used to stem completely from a lack of self-confidence on my part where who the hell am I to ask that guy to do anything? Not even seeing the fact that I'm an operator and that my boss expects me to manage that job and to line that guy out to help me. And like his job is to like basically do what I ask him to do, so to speak. 
but because I'm struggling in self-confidence, like I won't ask that guy, hey, I need you to do this. Because there's that fear, there's that worry or concern that someone's going to look at you and say, who are you? Who the hell are you to ask me to do that? And we don't even acknowledge the positions of leadership that we have sometimes. And if we're not careful, we can find ourselves just doing the entire workload because we don't have the courage or the confidence to ask people to do things that is already expected of them to do, right? We need to see people as resources for us, not only to get our jobs done, right? But to see our goals and our ambitions met, right? If I can expect my text to do a great job and to follow after me, so to speak, and get in a groove with me and not make me get in a groove with them, then I can train these guys to run these trucks. I can train these guys to move up so they're not techs anymore, but they're now operators, right? And my boss, at the same time that I'm using, and I hate to even use that word, but I'm using this tech as a resource for me to get my job done. My boss is using me as a resource for him to get his job done. Because my job is just to go and do whatever work was purchased. My boss's job is to make sure that every operator on our outfit is fulfilling and meeting the demands and the requirements of our clients. So it's stepping down, right? The owner is expecting the operations manager to be a resource for him to have a successful company. The operations manager is expecting the operators to be a resource for him to make sure that everything is going good from day to day. The operators are expecting the text to be a resource for them to get their one job done, that one piece of a huge pie. And when you can look at it that way and understand that, wait a minute, I'm giving my boss my very best. I'm going to expect the people under me to give me their very best and to be able to use people as a resource to get tasks accomplished. And again, like I said, remember, some of these we're kind of looking at with the career lens, but some of these things we're looking at with just your goals and ambitions. Like what goals and ambitions do you have? Like when I wrote the book, I had expectancies and I, in a sense, I paid this lady, but I used this lady as a resource to get my book edited so that I could get it published, right? Confident people have the ability to see people as resources. Moving on, confident people expect to win, right? Confident people have a winning mindset. Like we talked about earlier, how confidence is the foundation stone of your worldview, of your mindset. Confident people expect to win. There was a time in my life, 20 years ago, try to get the sun glare off my head, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, where I walked under a constant cloud of defeat. I didn't ever expect to win. In fact, I always expected to lose. Like I had a mindset that no matter what good thing came my way, it wouldn't be there long. Or it was deceitful and it was manipulative and it was going to turn into something negative. Or I would screw it up somehow because of self-sabotage. Like every time I engaged in something, there was always a mindset within me that said, this is not going to work. You are not going to win. This is going to fail. You are going to lose. This is going to end in tragedy. This is going to end in disaster. 
and we have people in life that they'll either have a complete rain cloud negativity mindset over every area of their life. Nothing is ever going to work out. Or you'll have these people that have certain compartments of their life that have that cloud over it, right? They expect to win at work because that's where they're putting all of their focus. But because they grew up in a home where mom and dad were fighting all of the time and, you know, there's several divorces or separations or whatever, they developed a mindset through the influence of watching that in the formative years of their youth and adolescence, they developed a mindset that tells them that relationships don't work. Like I can win at work, at my job, but I have no expectancies that this relationship is going to work out. Like I expect this to be a couple of years if I'm lucky, and then this is going to end in tragedy and disaster also. There's people in life that have that mindset or, you know, relationships are good, work is good, but they have no faith to believe the winning mindset in their finances. And it's really good to be able to pull back and diagnose all the hats, all the areas, as if Joel were here, he'd say all the F's of ULA, right? And look at each compartment of your life and and see what your mindset is for each one of those areas. Do you have a winning mindset? Because you can get all the tools, all the strategies and all the tactics to win. But if your mindset is lose, it doesn't matter what tools people give you. It's always going to fail. Because mindset is the foundation, right? Mindset and confidence is the foundation within us that determines whether or not something's going to win or fail. A confident people make time to develop a winning mindset. Confident people have the ability to shift. Listen, I'm going to wind this down. I can, all, I can already tell this is going to be two episodes. So we're going to wind it down. But confident, confident people have the ability to shift, right? To adapt, improvise, and overcome. Maybe you start a challenge or you have an ambition that you start the journey to achieve. And on that journey, another opportunity opens up to you simply as a byproduct of you being on the journey to achieve the original ambition, right? And while I'm talking here, I'm going to try to think of, ex of an example of this, but, you know, maybe just in a career sense, you know, you're 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 moving through the ranks at work and thinking that you're going to one day run the company or something like that and after a couple of years of you learning your trade and learning your skill and learning the industry it doesn't work out that you become the guy that runs the company you actually end up meeting someone else that has a company that does something similar and they ask you to come over and run their company now, a couple of years ago, when you started this journey of ambition to move through the ranks at work and run this company one day, you had no vision or like no idea that it was going to work out where you'd end up going to work for someone else. But on the journey of being ambitious, just because you're ambitious, you have the positive mindset, you have the confidence foundation, and you're pursuing those ambitions and those goals. 
opportunities are going to pop up along the way. And again, remember, every opportunity isn't an obligation. So some of them, obviously, you're going to say no to. They're going to be good opportunities, but you'll know you'll be checking your own spirit on what to pursue. And you get and you get close to the end thinking it's going to happen this way. And bam, this other opportunity opens up that's just as good or maybe even better than the thing that you were striving for. A confident person has the ability to recognize when to shift, right? And, and, and not get caught up on this. Well, five years ago, I made this goal. So it's got to end just like this. You understand? They understand that opportunities percolate and, and, and pop up in different ways. And they're sensitive to success opportunities. And they know when to jump. They know when to make their moves. They know when to, as we said, embrace, agree, and accept these opportunities. Confident people have a never quit attitude, right? We don't stop until we win. It might shift in its outcome. It might look different at the end of achievement than we thought it would be in the beginning because we're open to the shift, right? We're open to opportunity shifting, but we never quit in the pursuit of getting there. Confident people never quit. They have a never quit attitude. We don't stop till we win. And the last one for today is confident people get tattoos. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Listen, I hope this was a blessing to you guys. And we're totally going to do this in two episodes. Um, there's a lot here. I got at least another 12 that I want to go over. But I want to give you that to chew on for now. In order for you to win in 2022, you've got to look internally. you got to say, where is my confidence at? Where is my positivity and my confident mindset at? Listen, it doesn't matter what's happened in your past, right? We may as well go just real quick over the hangups because the things that fight confidence in people are reliving the past failures and letting those failures define us today and not living our truth. The one thing that I harp on in almost every episode right? If you are making commitments to not do certain things that are negative, right? Drinking, drugs, porn, running with the wrong crowd, toxic relationships, all these different things. If you're making commitments to not do those things, and it's a core value, or you're making commitments to do certain things, diet, health, nutrition, exercise, you know, working on my marriage, working on my parenting skills, working on my career game, all these different things, reading books, you know, making time to read every day, and you are not doing those things, every time you do something you know you shouldn't, or you don't do something you know you should, it scratches against the fabric of your own soul. And it feels right, like you are not living your truth. And when you don't live your truth, it makes it, 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 it fights against your ability to function from a place of confidence. It fights against the confident mindset. It fights against the positive mindset. So we want to make sure that we're living our core truth and we want to have this positive mindset. Guys, I love you. And I want you to sleep well at night. And I want 2022 to be your year where you see exponential growth in multiple areas of your life. And I want to walk with this through you guys. So until the next one, thank you. 
Hey guys, I trust that the episode was an encouragement to you, that it gave you some food for thought, that it gave you some fuel for the fire of your achievement as we break into 2022 this year. I wanted to reach out and let you know, kind of doing something a little different as we break into the new year. There is a spot in the show notes on the podcast platform, whichever one you're listening to, that'll actually let you send me messages. If the podcast was an encouragement to you, if you look down there in the show notes and hit in the purple tab there where it says send message, you can actually send a message to me directly and let me know what you think about the show. Let me know if there's a topic that you'd like to see discussed, whether it's on masculinity, on finance, on marriage, on raising kids, um, taming the media monster at your house, health and fitness, nutrition, somebody that you know of that would be a great guest for the show. That's the perfect opportunity for you to reach out straight from your phone and let me know what your thoughts are. Also in that same show notes bracket there, you will see a place to actually support the show. Uh, this has been something that I've been avoiding since the inception of the show, but it's also something that I told myself we were going to start as we broke into the new year. If the podcast is an encouragement to you and you are financially able and willing, I know everybody's in a different place financially and I don't want to press people for anything, but if you are able, you can actually tap on that purple tab there and it'll be redirected to a place where you can sign up to support the show at monthly contributions ranging anywhere from 99 cents all the way up to $9.99. And if that's you and you value the content and you'd love to contribute back, yeah, we here at Apex Masculinity would appreciate you. So give that some thought. And again, guys, I love you. And I want you to sleep well at night. Thank you.